Hello everyone, welcome back to our Customer Focus Selling Podcast. Just wanted to say as we start off, thanks again for taking the time to listen. We know you're out there having very busy days, doing a lot of driving, interacting with our customers. And just again, want to say thank you for doing all that hard work. I'm just going to do a bit of a recap before we get in today and start talking with, with Jason because I, I really like how we've been going through and on the very last podcast we did, we, we did a general overview of the four different quadrants of the types of customers we're going to interact with. We're going to interact with like that relator, that socializer, the thinker, and the director. And today we're really going to take that and tie that back into what we talked about on our first podcast, which was really the steps of customer focus selling. And that again, that's the open, investigating, presenting, confirming, and positioning. So before I get too long into it, Jason Quinn, Mr. Quinn, thanks again for coming in. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much for having me back. Uh, really excited to be back here on another version of the podcast. And you know, as we as we kind of throw this all together, this is this is what's going to help us make that recipe really successful. So, as we talked about in previous podcasts, some different personality types. I'm actually really excited today to also introduce a special guest, Ooh. Rachel Stout from the L and D department here. Uh, has Rachel, trained, yeah. yeah, hundreds of agents on customer focused selling and. We're really looking to bring some of that knowledge and expertise into this podcast here. So welcome, Rachel. Hi. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. Thanks, Rich, for coming in. Um, before we get into it, as we were talking about social types, where do you fit on that as a kind of introduction? Oh, to I am a classic relator. <laughs> so tell, tell me about that. I'm, I'm social. I care a lot about relationships, almost irrationally so, even um, if I haven't met them face-to-face -face and we're just speaking over the phone. Rationally care about that relationship, and I'm a little bit more passive of a communicator. When the first time you went through customer focus selling, what was your biggest aha moment? That's a great question. Really understanding the director type because that's diametrically opposed to me on the grid, and one of my most challenging ones to close. So, really understanding what drives them, what moves them, and how to strategize for them. Yeah, I think that's a great point that you bring up. We talked about that uh, in the first version of our podcast is, you know, it's really easy to kind of live in your quadrant and sell to the people within your quadrant, but that direct opposite, uh, it's going to be really hard for you. So, you know, I think that that spins us off to a, a great start to today's podcast here. Uh, as a socializer myself, we're going to start talking about the thinker. So today what we're going to cover is we're going to cover the thinker and the relator. So think about that left side of your grid, everybody. You've looked at that grid, and we're talking about the slower and less direct communicators, and that's really what we're gonna dive into. So what we'd like to do now is we're just gonna do a quick overview of some of those steps that we talked about uh, in, in the first podcast, and then what we're also gonna do is we're gonna walk through a couple scenarios that you guys might encounter in the field and how to handle some of those different characteristics and strategies you guys can use. So first off, the open, We'll talk about the investigate. We're going to go through the present phase, confirming, and we're going to finish it off with the position. Let's uh, let's paint the scenario here for a second. I'm going to be the mover and estimator, and we're going to have Rachel be the customer, and let's talk about that open phase. So I'm going to paint a picture for you here. You walk into someone's home. They've got a long list of all the stuff they're going to move. They've got post-its on all the different stuff you're going to move in each room. They've color-coordinated different... This is real, guys. They've color-coordinated <laughs> post-it notes for the I've things that they know. Houses. See, I've this is... A, we're talking real-life scenario here, folks. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for, for giving you Move Me a Chance and having me in your home. How are you doing today? Hi. 
I'm, I'm doing okay. Busy. Organizing. Like moving is, right? Yes. Yes. There's great. A lot. Great. I, oh, wow. It looks like you're you're really organized here. Is, is this a list of all the stuff you've got to move? It, it is. Yes. Yes. And, and what are the what are the post-it notes on this stuff here? So the, the blue ones are moving and they're not breakable. The green ones are going and they are fragile. Very fragile. I really need to make sure those ones make it sure, safe and sound across. Sure. I'm not sure what your packing process is. Um, and anything not labeled with a post-it note, I'm donating or recycling or get, getting rid of. It's not going. So you don't need to estimate on, on the things that are not labeled. Well, you know, this is great. Like, first off, thank you for being so organized for your move. One thing we talk to a lot of our customers about is just how organized you are for moving day. So we really appreciate that you've taken the time to do that. So you compliment the customer on their organized approach. I mean, this is really what the thinker wants to hear, right? They want you to recognize that they've taken the time out of their day to be organized for that visit. And I think that just shows that appreciation for that. But this is really, you're just feeding the ego here. Like you're saying, yeah. you've done a great job of doing this and we appreciate that kind of approach. That person's going to appreciate that. For sure. What I wouldn't say to the thinker is, oh, we don't need you to do that. Because Ooh, good. that, like, maybe you don't, maybe you mean that helpfully, but for they need it for themselves. And to support that, I would just touch on that. That does help you. You really clearly get them a precise estimate based on that work. And I think you bring up a great point there. One other thing is that I wouldn't tell them because they have done this that it's going to be quicker. Because this person does not care about speed, they care about accuracy. So it's going to help us organize on move day and do a better job for you versus, well, this is going to help us get that done faster. So I think you just really appeal to that approach. That's really going to help that type of person. So then let's move on to the investigate phase. So we're going to keep working through this practice scenario here, mm -hmm. you know, with the inv investigate phase, you know, I know in the field that you guys are asking, you know, what's that past experience with movers. So I think this is where you really want to pay attention to the thinker. They are also possibly going to take time to answer that question. So let's see what that sounds like. Okay, great. Again, like I said, so thank you for, for building this list. This, this was really going to help us make sure we give you an accurate uh, estimate in the end here. You know, can you tell me a little bit about your past experience with movers? Um, yeah, I mean, we've only moved one time before with movers and it was a bit of a gong show. Uh, I mean, it was kind of last minute for us too, uh, but they came in. I couldn't find anything for weeks after we moved. So oh. I really, I'm just hoping for this time for as little disruption as possible. We have a lot going on and I, I want life to get back to normal. Great. So, you know, my next question would be, what's the most important thing to you? Uh, I need to know where my things are. I, I think speed of getting back to normal is hanging on my ability to find my, my belongings on the other end. So I would do it myself and have my fingers in the pots and control everything um, if I had the time. And that way I would know where everything is. But instead, I'm going to leave it to you guys. And I'm really hoping that doesn't leave me not knowing what's happening anymore. You know, I really appreciate that. That's a very detailed answer. And, you know, one thing that we're going to make sure that we do for you is just make this move as easy as possible. Our, our job of making sure that we get things from point A to point B and everything in between, we're going to make sure we take care and time of all your things because we want you to have the best experience possible. That'd be wonderful. I just don't want kitchen items in the bedroom and bedroom items in the basement. <laughs> Such a nightmare. Great. Well, hey, you've, you've done, a, done a lot of work on getting this organized. This is going to make it really easy for us. And we're going to make sure that we take care of your thing. That was fantastic. I love 
as we're continuing down, we've done the open, the investigate. It's almost like you're building on those questions that you asked earlier mm -hmm. and are tying that in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, Rachel, Rachel's doing us a, a good job as, as a customer on really playing that part of what that's going to sound like. And I think, you know, going back to the first couple podcasts we talked about, if you're doing a good job on your open and investigate, the present phase makes it really easy. Mm -hmm. So I'll just quickly go through what that present phase is going to sound like on my end. I'm not going to give numbers or details, uh, but let's, let's see what that's going to sound like for the thinker. So great. Thank you very much, Rachel, uh, for going through all that detail with me here. And now that we understand what's really important for you for your move, I know that it's getting from point A to point B and making things easy to find on the other side. So we're going to make sure we do a really good job of organizing this move so that it's going to be really easy for you. Now, based on all of the list that you've given me here, all of the detail you provided us up front, here's what it's going to cost you guys. Insert number here. Uh, and we're going to make sure that we take care of everything from the moment we pick it up to the moment we drop it off and make it really easy for you on the other end. How does that sound? Okay, it makes sense, I think. Um, these numbers here I'm looking at, that includes labor and boxes and all of that, is that right? Everything that we've discussed previously is all in that price. We wanna make sure that when we move you, there's no surprises. Just to take a pause off that role practice there, I really think this is an important segue going from present to confirm. You are giving the thinker the space to ask you questions if they have any more. And I think that's really important. We don't wanna to give too much information. We don't wanna give information for stuff they don't ask about, but we wanna give them the time and space to ask questions if they have any more. So I think that's what the confirm phase is all about, making sure they understood the estimate, giving them room to ask questions, and then if they have any more questions, that's the time that you answer them. Make it really easy for that customer. Now, next we'll move on to positioning. And I think this is an important one. If you give the thinker too many options or things to think about, they're going to check their calendar. They're going to go back and check if they're available. We just want to make it really simple for them. So now that we've got those questions answered, I feel like we're all on the same page here. Uh, I do have space available on the 31st at 2 p.m. Is that going to work for you and your needs? Um, I think so. On 2 p.m. On the 31st. On the 31st. Yes. Will you guys be here right at 2 p.m.? Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to call you to make sure we let you know exactly what time we'll be arriving. So if that's earlier or just a tiny bit later, we don't want to make any surprises for you. So we'll make sure there's good communication between okay. you and us. That Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Perfect. One more time. Is there any more questions you have? Anything you wanted to ask? I think if anything should change, if I should run behind on, on my planning or need a little bit more stuff taken if I'm unable to get rid of some of the stuff what happens yeah absolutely so I mean uh, the, the number will change as far as what it's going to cost for the move uh, but we're going to make sure that we keep in touch with you as to what that's going to be all throughout the process so that there will be no surprises so if you do add or remove anything you just let us know and we're going to make sure we take care of you okay okay great so yeah. sounds good thanks again for your organized approach and just really doing a lot of that hard work, it's gonna make your move a lot smoother and we're gonna make sure we take care of you on the 31st at 2 p.m., okay? Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know what I love about that as I'm listening to that and I think what a lot of people do with the thinker is they go, okay, I'm gonna get this information together, go home, I'm gonna email them their estimate later on, but we wanna get it in the moment for each one of these a different reason we want to get that in the moment but the thinker's the one 
when I talk to people out in the field a lot, or even for me personally, I go, oh, okay, I'm going to let that person have that thinking time. So I think that's the key takeaway here is Absolutely. you want to present in the moment, give them a definitive time and date. Absolutely. Like I touched on last time, think about this as like you're dealing with your grandmother. Have that extra time, have that extra care. It's going to go a long way to making that sale. Yeah. And because they're a passive communicator, if we don't in the moment, give them that little bit of room where they feel comfortable to ask the question, they're likely to withdraw. Hmm. They're more likely to sort of go back onto themselves and maybe reconsider. So... Uh, we definitely want to present and give them that. that Don't break. rush the yeah. process. No. Just, just let it happen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm feeling happen. good about the thinker. So yeah. what's the other one? <laughs> awesome. So we're going to talk about the relator. Uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't give Rachel the opportunity to describe herself. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let, let's talk about what strategies work. So I'm, I'm thinking the relator. I'm thinking you care about relationships. You seek, you want that attention. You want me to pay attention to you and your needs. You care about close relationships. You don't like confrontation. What are some things that I can do to deal with your customer type, Rachel? Definitely. I think similar to the thinker, they're passive communicator. So although they want you to give them some of their attention and focus, they're not going to fight you for it. I would strongly advise like giving them the space to finish their thought, not cutting them off because they're not going to fight over the mic uh, with you at all. Mm. Um, and just be ready to spend an extra minute building that trust and drawing them out because they do seek that social connection, yeah. but they're just not going to be as assertive about it. Um, but if you take a minute, you show a genuine personal interest, you maybe can find one thing to relate to or connect with them about, um, then they're going to start to really feel that trust with you. And, and that's really it. They're going to buy from someone they like. Perfect. I love yeah. those two things you said. Relate and buy from someone you like. Mm -hmm. So let's walk through the open phase for the relator. I'm going into someone's home. Uh, you know, I might be looking out for something that we can connect on and relate with. Let's go ahead and see what that sounds like. Hi, thanks for giving You Move Me a chance. My name is Jason. Uh, we spoke earlier on the phone. Uh, looks like you're getting ready for a move here. Oh, are we ever? Hi, sorry for the chaos. Uh, we're just wrapping up from dinner, so there's a lot of mess right now. Yeah, you know what? Don't feel bad about any of that. Uh, I've personally moved myself in the last six months, and you're doing a lot better than I did. So things are looking okay as far as my my uh, my move went. Uh, you know, thanks for having us in your in your home here. We really do appreciate it. So look, guys, it's it's not hard. You're looking for something to relate to. You have all moved out there, every single one of you. This person is going through that scenario, whether they're really organized or not really organized. I think just appealing and relating to the fact that moves can be chaotic, that's why they called us, because they don't want that chaos. So if we can appeal to helping them out, I think that's really going to help. So let's listen to what that's going to sound like in the investigate phase. Yeah, so like I said, this is a lot better than what my move looked like, so I think I think you're well ahead. Uh, what's your experience with movers in the past? Have you used them before? You know what? No. We've always been kind of do-it-yourselfers, but now with the little kids, you know, Charlie's only six months old. It's too much for us. We just thought we'd bite the bullet. Uh, but yeah, we don't really know uh, what to expect. You know what? That's, that's awesome. I, I've got a one-year-old at home as well, so... Uh, you know, I think we're talking the same language here. It just gets to a point where you've got to leave it up to the professionals, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and so as far as your expectations, you know, what you're looking for, like what's the most important thing to make this move happen for you? 
Um, absolutely. I think it needs to happen in a timely way, which your agent assured me you can get us done by the end of the month. That's yeah. super important. It's a kind of last minute thing. Um, and I think for the kids, just making sure the kids have the most consistency and the least disruption, getting their rooms packed and unpacked first. Totally. I can wait. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, that's the kind of information that really helps us set up the perfect move for you here. Uh, so let me just let me just play that back for you here. Less chaos, less disruption. You want a really simple move for the kids. Something like moving their stuff first, that's easy for us. We can make that happen. So rest assured, uh, we're going to try to make this as easy as possible for you and your family. So I tied those two pieces together. I mean, this is what we're talking about here, guys, working through the process, making sure that you are reiterating that back to the customer. I also threw a little relation in there, right? I got a little one at home myself. That's going to make this person feel like, you know, we're, we're talking the same language. We're on the same level. Relate to the relator. Make it easy. Uh, make it easy on them. Make it easy on yourself. We're all people. We all deal with these scenarios in life. So just appeal to that. Make it simple. So let's talk about the confirm. Uh, we're also going to talk about the position phase here. You know, I'll play that back what that sounds like. We really want to make sure we hit on the points that the customer talked about. Throw in some relating on that and then make sure they feel really good before we leave. You know, with everything all told here, you've done a good job of showing me all the stuff that you need moved, even amongst this chaos that you thought when I first walked in, <laughs> it does look really good in here. So we're going to make sure that we take care of all those things, you know, all told with everything all in for your move, us making sure that we unpack your kids' rooms first, making this as least disruption as possible. Here's what your total is going to be. Insert number here. Does that sound like it's going to work for you and your family? Yeah, it sounds reasonable. It sounds reasonable. If there are any changes... We'll make it simple for you. We really just want to communicate with you. So if something changes, you've got more stuff, you've got less stuff. The move's going to reflect that. The most important thing is the more organized you are on move day, the easier it's going to be for you and for us. Just take that extra time to make sure you've got everything that you want in the right place. And we're going to make sure that we take care of you. Oh, makes sense. If that sounds good, I can have my guys come out there. Uh, looks like we've got a 9 a.m. available. Uh, we do also have one in the afternoon, but if you really want to get that done with least disruption, I'd recommend the 9 a.m. for the kids and everything. Like uh, that. Yeah, they get up. They're early birds. I'm up at 5.30, uh, so let's just get her done. Awesome. That sounds great. We're going to make that happen. So we've got that spot on the 30th for you. I'm going to mark you down for 9 a.m., and we're going to make sure we take care of you and your family on this important day. Amazing. Sounds good. That was fantastic. Thank you. You guys are, you guys are actors. I'm going to give you a little clap. We've done this once or twice before. <laughs> what, what I heard in there, and as soon as Rachel started talking about the importance of her kids, Mr. Quinn, you really added that into each one of those steps, and you wrapped it up in there, too. Now, I also noticed you gave her two different slots. Um, can you tell me about that in yeah. relation to the relator? So that, that's, that's something that you can do to the relator. Uh, what I really was looking for was leveraging the 9 a.m. time because of the family situation. So really the other time for me didn't matter because I knew if I recommended and I connected with you on a personal level about you and your family and what was important about the move, that you're gonna take that recommendation because it's what's gonna be best for your kids. You could offer a 2 p.m. move. We might not finish that until later in the afternoon. I don't know if you guys ever dealt with hungry kids, but that's not a fun thing. So appealing to that earlier time, I think is really going to, with my suggestion and that relational piece that we added in there, is going to really, you know, want that customer to take that 9 a.m. slot. Yeah, and unlike the thinker, they're not going to overthink the choices. They're just going to make the choice based on the rapport. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great information. 
I, you guys, thank you so much for coming in today, Mr. Quinn, as always. Rachel, really appreciate the advice and feedback that you're given. I want to let you know out there, we've got more coming next episode. I'm going to see if we can get Rachel back. We'll, we'll do what we can, fingers crossed. Uh, but just to reiterate, we've really been today kind of connecting the relator and the thinker and how those fit into those four, four or five different, how those relate to our, our steps in the customer focus process. Yeah. Open the investigate, presenting, confirming, and position. So for all mm -hmm. you out there, kind of think about that as you're going into next estimates. How am I connecting these people in? And we'll have some more information on the other half of that next week.